Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Monday, July 5th edition of the MAOB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin. I'm joined by my boy, Big Marcel, here on a Monday afternoon. And it's a Monday evening for you, obviously, Marcel. How's it going, man? How's everything with you? Because I don't think you've been on for like a week now. Yeah, man, everything is good. still the same as always. So, uh, yeah, just living life, whatever, you know. How about you? Yeah, I got some stuff going on, man. There's a lot going on in my life right now, you know, good and bad. Mm -hmm. You know, I'd say that I'm just looking at the positives, you know what I mean? But there's some stuff going on, you know, with my family right now. It's just, it's it's just hard to deal with, you know, and hard to put in perspective. But um, I'm looking at the at the bright side. I'm having a child soon, so I'm excited about that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that, that's happening soon, guys. And that's the thing, like, when that happens, like, I'm just not, my I still want to do the podcast, but I might have to take a week off. I'll, I'll see how it goes, you know what I mean? And obviously, I'm sure you guys understand, obviously. So, I'll see how it goes. I, I'd I'd like to keep doing it, but you know she can, she's potentially doing anytime. She's thirty seven weeks right right now, right? So I would say this is more like later in the month. But as you guys know, <laughs> really no one can like determine when this thing happens uh, uh, comes out at this point, Marcel. So mm -hmm. I just wanted to mention that off the top because I'll have to like just let you guys know if that happens. But I, I still think I'll be able to do something, anyways. But otherwise, I'm doing okay, man. Um, but we didn't have an event this weekend, Marcel, but it was obviously it was Canada Day on Thursday. And it was also mm -hmm. four, uh, 4th of July. So to my American friends, you know, happy Independence Day. Was it like a uh, – do you guys celebrate anything over there in Netherlands? Like for – oh, it's not a big deal at all, eh? Like this uh, – We don't even have 4th of July or <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, or Canada Day. So, yeah, nah. What's like your – um? Like, do you have a national like holiday? Like, is there a big holiday? Uh, yeah, we get that. Uh, how do you say that? When uh, uh, after World War Two, when uh, the Netherlands got uh, freed from from Germans, like Jew, let me say May fifth. Yeah, it's nothing. It's not really big, you know. We only get free free day off uh, like uh, every five years, you know. Right. So once in every five years. So you know, almost every uh, holiday over here has been. Um, how do you say that? Has been um, you don't get free for it. You get free for for Christmas, obviously, but uh, all the others pretty yeah, Easter also. But all the others pretty much not. You know, everything is stopped. Only like the the big people above, like uh, uh, like the pol politics and those kind of people, do, those get uh, days off because apparently they deserve it more than we do. I don't know, but uh, yeah, we don't. Have, we we're probably the country with the least holidays ever i think so <laughs> fair enough i mean i still work holidays anyways you know i'm a canadian working for american companies for the most part i'm gonna end up working most of the holidays so it is what it is i don't at this point i'm used to it you know what i mean marcel so it's all it's all good mm -hmm. um anyways let's get into some like news and stuff guys um like again there wasn't like an event this weekend but there's still a lot of news and obviously usc 264 is this saturday i can't wait for this car by the way marcel i'm really excited about it we'll break it down tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, Marcel's got a little bit more to do. And uh, I don't understand what you guys are. All right. It's all good. It's all good. Anyways, um, let's talk a little bit about the news here, Marcel. Here's, here's something I want to talk about, man. Mr. Marab. There we go. I don't know if you saw this, but Marab is considering a move to 125. You see this? Yeah, yeah I saw that, yeah. I mean, I think it's a good move for him, man. You know, I think it'd be good because I think he could beat Moreno, to be honest with you. I think he's definitely got a, a good chance to beat him. Um, 
it just feels like the path at 135 is so deep right now. So if he could make it, I think he should do it. What do you think? Um, yeah, could be, man. The only thing is if he goes to 125, you have the, how do you say that? Uh, after When the UFC signs, for, for example, uh, Fumi and Kuta was the 125er, and he does well, Demarap has to go away again, you know? So I think it's like he can rather stay at 135, man, because to be really honest, do you expect to win, this to Sterling to win the rematch against Piotr Jan? Uh, you're asking me? I mean, yeah, I'm asking probably, you. I don't. Probably, I, yeah. I thought Pierre was dominating the first fights. So yeah, me too. I'd say probably not, but I don't know. Um, anyways, yeah, I just think that obviously his teammate is a champ right now, right? So it's tough. Hey, Jose, how's it going, man? Uh, it's tough because his teammate's a champ, Marcel. So it's like, even if he gets there, guys, like he still would have to make that decision to like fight his teammate or not. It doesn't look like he wants to fight him. So it's the same situation guys have come, got into before, like Josh Koscheck and John Fitch. And uh, well, Evans and Jones ended up fighting, obviously. Uh, you know, they left. And Evans was up there talking about John Jones today. He thinks John Jones is going to dominate heavyweight, by the way. So that was kind of cool. But, anyways, I think it's just an interesting thing. And Man, I, I honestly feel like Marcel, he would have a good chance to uh to to uh to beat Moreno, you know what I mean? So but by the way, what's this what's this uh bullshit narrative? No, don't like, worry about it, man. I don't understand that, why you no, no, guys no, are no, this. Like, no, I don't, don't mean that. I don't mean that. Okay. What, I, I, <laughs> I mean uh uh that that thing what what Okamoto uh had posted, like uh who probably uh, deserves to be next for the title shot at, at flyweight, he said. Uh, Pantoja, I will probably get it next. Garbrandt, it's like, how? Yeah, he's big name, he's a big name, man. They still they still believe that he's a huge name in the sport. That's the thing. Let me read this one. Would I like to see Murad fight at 125? Yeah, would I like to see him cut more weight? No, John, I agree with you. Mm -hmm. He's a big dude, like, he's got a lot of muscle, obviously. Marcel, he's already super strong and stuff, but. You know what? Like, I don't think he's like the tallest guy at 135. Maybe he can make 125, you know? It's not like he'd be the first guy to cut down. Like, you add guys like Cody Garbrandt to this division and Marab, I mean, that flyweight division gets very more interesting. You know what I mean, Marcel? Mm -hmm. Let me get these other comments here, guys. You're talking about Mad Don Madge at UFC Vegas 31 or 265 or something. Um, Madge versus Fizia. I mean, that's a great fight. I, I don't know if it makes sense for Fizia, but... Or so you know, uh, yeah, I hear you. I have no idea, man. Um, uh, the, the thing is also like, uh, like two weeks ago, he was removed from the from the fan ra ranking pool as well, you know. And uh, then the Guram fight uh, didn't happen, and group because Guram pulled out. Now I haven't heard anything about it anymore, man. So I have no idea. Really right. have no idea. Yeah, fair enough. All right, Matt says Mirage maybe three wins away from title talk. Not a bad idea. Yeah, I mean at one. At 125, he's what one win away. Maybe he fights one guy and gets a, a title shot. Maybe he goes in there and fights Figueroa. I don't know. I'm just saying. Like, I think it's a good idea. I thought it was interesting. Magic, yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry, Marcus. I missed your comment. You said Mariah moving at 125 might have something to do with Sterling. Yeah. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. All right. Let's mm -hmm. go through some other news though. Um. So Sean O'Malley obviously pulled out of the fight, or excuse me, he's still in the fight. Uh, Louis Smoker pulled out of the fight. Louis Smoker says he got like an infection and couldn't mm -hmm. fight, but. Uh, O'Malley shares a conspiracy theory as to why Smolka pulled out of the fight. So apparently, like, Smolka's manager, Jason House, was watching these um, guys spar, like O'Malley and these guys. And that's what O'Malley's saying. I don't know if this is true. Right? This is what he's claiming. 
he's saying that Jason House was sparring, uh, watching the spar, and then told Smoka to pull out of the fight because he was looking good in sparring. I don't really believe that necessarily. I mean, Smoke is like, I don't feel like Smoke would be a guy that <laughs> would duck a fight. And it was a big opportunity for him. And I still feel like, even though O'Malley was a big favorite, I still feel it was a winnable fight. Uh, you know, if he got the fight to the ground, maybe, you know, Smoka, I think he could win that fight, Marcel. This guy, Moutinho, who's fighting, I mean, I don't really give him much of a chance. We'll talk about that fight tomorrow, but I'm not sure if I'm buying this conspiracy theory. I, you know, if this guy is really genuine, uh, genuinely sick, then you can't fight. So I'm not sure, Marcel, any thoughts on this, this conspiracy theory? Cole wrote the story. Of, of course I don't buy it, man. Nobody's afraid of O'Malley, man. I mean, everybody really thinks that he's crazy, you know? Uh, people want to fight him, but it's pretty obviously the UFC don't want those people to fight him. I don't say he doesn't want to fight. I say the UFC pretty much don't want those people to fight him, you know? And uh, listen, man, if you did the right thing, you don't come up with Chris Moutinho. I'm happy for Chris Moutinho. He got signed. Don't get me wrong. It's cool for him. I, I, I like that he gets his chance in the UFC. But the thing is with O'Malley, O'Malley lost to Vera. After that, he won against Almeida. And then you match him up with Smolka, which is already a little bit of, I don't think it's a step up from Almeida, but Smolka has some different, uh, different things to bring to the table than Almeida. So I kind of see it, you know. But then coming up with Moutinho while like 10, 12 guys in the division are asking for that fight. And I don't believe they ask and they don't want it. I think the UFC doesn't want it. You know, the UFC wants O'Malley to shine on this card, on the corner card. So they bring in a new guy where they think like for 99% sure O'Malley is going to win that fight. That's what I think. And uh, I think, uh, for example, before people are going to attack me like, oh, you hate Sean O'Malley. No, I don't hate Sean O'Malley. Or do you think Sean is scared? I don't think he's scared. I think the UFC is scared to put them against somebody credible at this moment. Yeah, here's Smoko. He said he said that he, was, he wanted to fight. He said, just scrap. So we had the article of BJ Penn. <laughs> But uh, yeah, he's Hawaiian, obviously. With infection, apparently it's a staph infection. I mean, I just don't really feel like this is a guy that would like get scared of a fight. I mean, that's just me, you know? Like he's he's been in like, I think he's had like 10 fights in the UFC, maybe more at this point. So like, this is not a guy who's like afraid of anyone, I don't think. We get some comments for you guys. Sean hasn't beaten any ranked opponents. He has bigger following. Yeah, I know, that's the thing. It's like, this is exactly why, <laughs> as stupid as it is, it is, Nate Diaz are talking about, you know, for Usman. Like it's just, because of their name value, right? And same with Nick Diaz, whenever he does come back, there's going to be at guys least, calling out their big names. Go ahead. At, at least Nate and Nick Diaz have beaten some credible opponents before in their life, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sean, o Sean O'Malley's best win. What would you say is Sean O'Malley's best win? Almeida? Wineland? At this point, I guess it would be. I mean, I, I guess the most impressive one was probably Eddie Wineland, I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I feel like he's been um, kind of coddled a little bit on the way up the, the ladder, you know? Like, I feel like they've... I, I, I got to tell you something else, man. He is like the MVP of yeah. the UFC. That's a good comparison. Yeah. Let's go, you know what? All these guys are asking about the fight matchup, so let's just go to your thing. We'll do the news after. We'll just switch over to... Uh... <laughs> it's okay. No worries. We can change it up on the fly. Um... Let's look at these fights. Okay, so my boy Al Zulino broke this one. I'm gonna. Uh, mm -hmm. I see you guys' questions. We'll talk about these ones. And want to get. I want to get uh, Doug's comment quickly. He was saying, um, "Happy fight week." Same to you, my man. And he said, uh, "The card is stacked. If Connor uh, Connor Griffin is going to the Raider, yeah, I mean that fight's great. I'm excited mm -hmm. for that one. There's some really good fights in the prelims: Puria and Price, Hall to Puria. <laughs> There's some good fights, man. This card's sick. We'll talk about it tomorrow. 
O'Malley, sorry, I feel like Venom Page of UFC. Yeah, exactly. You guys both agree with that. Was it, Jose was asking about um, Nazrat. So Nazrat, um, have you heard anything, Marcel? I haven't heard anything. He's coming off that win over, uh, what's the guy's name? I can't remember now. Short notice guy. Uh, um, you got double check. <laughs> You can't, you catch me off guard here. Um, yeah, I know. Let me double check here. He fought, he fought the guy in short notice. It was his name was Rafa Garcia. Sorry, guys. I mean, the guy's never fought in the UFC. It's Ma not like we knew who Ma that guy was. Other freedom, Mexican guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. he's, he's actually not bad. No, I don't think he's a bad no. fighter. But, anyways, um, let's let's talk about some of these fights. I'll get your quickly. I'll get your comment, Pavlo, because I was going to save the news for after. But I mean, I'll get this comment because he was asking about Agapova and. Man, yeah, we can I talk mean, about saw, it. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about it quickly. Drake Riggs had the article. I'll go back to it quickly. You know, man, it was very surprising when I saw this story. I was like, what the heck? It was kind of like out of left field, Marcel. So I'll pull it up here, guys. And again, credit that Drake Riggs is getting a lot of like good. He, get, he does like a lot of good like women's stories, Marcel, that like a lot of the bigger outlets are missing, I think, right now, because there's just so much news. It's not it's no one's fault. It's just that there's always stuff slipping through the cracks, but Drake is like his niche is the women's MMA circuit. So um, let me read the, the comment. She was saying that Maria Moroz, who's a train with um, Maria Agapova, was saying that basically she's a drug user and stuff and that she was kicked out of American Top Team. Now she's training um, MMA Masters. Then her, her, uh, her co uh, manager, Alex Davis, came out today with a statement saying that she's had a lot of like turmoil because in her personal life because moving here from Kazakhstan as a single woman was really hard for her and stuff. So he's not denying that there's been some like personal issues, but he also said that she's doing a lot better and denying any sort of like drug use that led to like her being kicked out. So obviously there's uh, more to the story here, guys, that we know in the, in the media. I'm not, I'm not at American top team, so I can't tell you what's going on behind the doors, but have you heard anything else, Marcel? What are your thoughts on it? I just read that story as well. It was like, Kind of surprised with it, but yeah, I I don't know uh, I don't know anything more than than the, what the Drake uh, wrote. So yeah, it was I was kind of surprised to read that. Yeah, it's just weird. It's very bizarre, guys. Uh, that's all I can say about the story. It's just very bizarre. Um, yeah, I mean, apparently she's a big pothead. I don't like consider that like necessarily drug use. I mean, I guess technically, I don't know. You live in Netherlands. I live in Canada. It's legalized here, so it's like cigarettes, kind of. You know what I mean? It's like saying someone's smoking i don't know i don't really consider weed drugs but then again if it's more than that then we the soft drugs you know not hard yeah. drugs and i i don't really mind it you know but yeah I mean. yeah no for sure all right let's just talk about some fights now okay so we'll go back to the news after guys let's do some fights because everyone's asking about them and there's some good fights coming up so uh, our boy well my boy anyways that bj penn and, and your boy, say our boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course because al's a great guy al zubino at bj penn and Marcel, he's been killing it with the news lately. Uh, pineapple pizza. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, I mean, what do you think of this one? I like Douglas uh, Silva D'Andrade, but this uh, Gitano Perello guy, I'm assuming he's, you know, he's a lot younger here, obviously. What do you think of this fight? Yeah, uh, Douglas Silva D'Andrade is going back to 135, right? Uh, Perello fought, I think, a catch rate of 140 in his UFC debut, short notice against Ricky Simone. Uh, yeah, it would be interesting, man. I think... Um, Douglas Silva de Andrade, he, he lost to Murphy in his last fight. Um, he, I mean, he, he got the, how do you say that? Um, he's much more experienced, in my opinion. I know Perello uh, fought a lot in the European circuit. He actually fought a lot for European B down in Belgium, where he uh, won five out of five. 
Um, but yeah, it's 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 difficult to say, man. I think we didn't saw the the how do you say that the complete Pirello yet in the UFC. We still have to see that. It was a short notice fight against Simone, and we know what Simone does. Uh, he he does and he does that very well. He's always pressuring. Uh, and Douglas Silva the Andrade, yeah, it's like he's. I think he's a good guy. He's he's that guy who's like uh, between. 15 and 25 you know what i mean around that that spot in the division all the time and uh, i think it's perfect to see where both guys stand in this fight yeah he's like a gatekeeper basically and yeah, um, yeah, yeah. i missed uh pavel's comments he was reacting to the agapova thing he says i don't i don't know but i don't see marina lying about agapova making threats on stabbing a lady pregnant who's pregnant yeah that's just bizarre and then why is exactly that story it seems really like it's true no one created that story suddenly yeah it's it's very bizarre Jose's saying Gillespie fighting Artie Hooker uh, or Liddell. I think that Artie or Hooker at this point, I think he deserves that step up. Liddell fight or Brad Riddell, um, not Chuck Liddell, Brad Riddell. <laughs> it's okay, no worries. Uh, he, he, he looked great against uh, Drew Dober, so I think that would still be a good fight. But I just feel like Gillespie's at that point where he needs to fight a guy like Rafael Losango. So you know what I mean, Marcel? Like, we're, I think he deserves it. He's, I think he's seven and zero now in the UFC, so or eight and zero maybe. He really deserves it. Okay, some other fights here, guys. Pandy Kianza and Raquel Pennington. I mean, Raquel hasn't fought in a while, if I'm not mistaken. This is a step up, obviously, from Panny, based on where Raquel has been in the division as a title challenger. But uh, I mean, Raquel has not fought in a, in a long time now, and she's she's getting up there a little bit. And I don't know, Marcel. I, I mean, I have to think about it more. But Panny looked okay in her last fight against Alexis Davis. What do you think of this fight? Yeah, man, I, I really like Panny. I think she's good. I think she's uh, she's improving every fight you know what i mean she uh she had a bad start in the ufc but she she's looking good lately and pennington pennington is like she she got dropped from the rankings because she was inactive mm -hmm. you know and uh, now she finally fights again i don't know with pennington man sometimes she fights really well and then i'm like not good you know and uh pennington no, no disrespect to pennington but she is mostly in those fights where i'm like i'm gonna have a 15-minute bathroom break you know what i mean so <laughs> I mean, I don't really feel it, you know, but uh, we'll see. You know what, man? I, I completely agree. And this is no shade against Raquel Pennington. Like, I don't remember the last yeah. time I was like, man, I can't wait to watch Raquel Pennington fight. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I really can't. Whereas Kianza, I'm like, all right, you know, at least she's got some good boxing and she can be like in good, like, uh, stand up fights. And not that Raquel can't, but Raquel does a lot of like fence clinching Mar Marcel in her fights, which I just, you know, I know yeah. that's a really hard sport part of the sport and it's part of the sport but it can be hard I mean, to watch at times you know those two home fights were brutal man oh my god the second one was even worse i think yeah. first one she actually did okay in the first one it's kind of a close fight but the second one it was just marcel was 50 minutes of just you know changing position against the fence for 50. It is what it is. yeah like i said i'm banking on kianza having a good fight here i guess Matt says, um, hope Hooker takes a step back. Still has a little bit of time to build him back up. Yeah, he's not that old, I don't think, Dan Hooker. I, I think he's like less, I think he's 30 maybe? Let me, let me check. 31, so he's, he's not super old, but he's had a lot of like really brutal fights, man. That takes years off your career. You know, the Chandler fight, <laughs> Poirier, Felder. I mean, this guy's been in so many wars, but I love the guy. So yeah, he's a great fighter. And, and he's still like one of the top guys in that division. Yeah, and there's a fight a couple other guys were asking about in the chat, and I wanted to get to it here, Marcel. Mm -hmm. I mean, I like the matchup. A lot of people are criticizing this. They're like, oh, this is a walk in the park for Tatiana. And listen, I, I agree Tatiana is great. Like, I really like her, man. I've always liked her, Marcel. I, ever since Ultimate Fighter, 
She won the, the season. She's like a cancer survivor. It was a great story. She's looked dominant at UFC. But she has had two years off, and she is changing her weight class, moving up 10 pounds. So I think like a top number nine ranked guy, a girl in the division, Roxanne, that's, that seems like a good, fair fight in her comeback. What do you think? Actually, now I think about it, I didn't have this posted last time, but we talked about this on Thursday when I when I when I came on. Um, yeah, I, I told you that I kind of feel as well. You know, I, I have no problem with the matchup. I think it's good for Suarez when she gets to a new uh, division that she fights not already the top person, but like in the middle of the in the of the rankings. You know, and that's Roxanne Modafferi. But I kind of feel like the UFC is banking on Tatiana winning that fight. You know what I mean? And and that's what what, what I get from this. And people are like, yeah, but. Roxanne beat Andrea Lee, beat Valentina Shevchenko, and she beat Macy Barber when they were undefeated. But I feel like Tatiana Suarez is way further in her career than those three girls were at that moment. And it's way better, actually, than those three girls were at that moment when they fought Mother Fairy. So, um, yeah, that, that's how I feel about it. But I don't really have a problem with it. Yeah, no, I definitely, she's going to be favored, Tatiana. There's no question. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, you know, Roxanne's someone I count on. I literally pick against her every fight, guys. So <laughs> don't get me wrong. I don't <laughs> think she's a great fighter. But I, obviously, she, she wins fights occasionally. She beat Macy Barber. She beat uh, Antonina. She's pulled off some upsets. I don't know about this fight. But, again, Tatiana's moving up, and she hasn't fought in a long time. It's like two and a half years. That's a pretty long layoff. Having said that, you know, she's, she's obviously going to be favored here. <laughs> Ryan's asking, why does Marcel need a 50-minute bathroom break? Marcel, what are you doing in there, man? There's some private things, man. No, I don't know, man. I was just just saying something, man. I could have say a 50-minute uh, uh, drinking break or whatever. I had to say something, you know. Yeah, no, that's, they always call it the smoke <laughs> break. Marcel doesn't smoke, right? Like John, John Fitch, we used to be the guy. People were like, John Fitch is fighting, so let's just go have your smoke break, right? Pavel saying, speaking of Rose, he said she signed a contract for her next fight. Is that announced yet or no? Nah, she I, I, she signed a contract, she said, but man, I think her last three or four fights have fallen through, so I'm not mm. even pumped before she gets into the octagon, to be really honest. Jose is suggesting Montana De La Rosa. Does she have a fight book, Montana, or no? I don't think she has, not no? sure. Okay. I, I mean, that... I, it, it sounds okay, but I think Montana at this point, man, she looked dominant against Lipsky. And I, granted, you know, other women have too, but I feel like she deserves a top 10 opponent at this point, Montana, or someone in the top 15. Um, is Morose? I'm not sure. Maybe she is. She might still be ranked. Um, no, no. Maybe lower. Yeah. How about this one? This one, Rafael Alves, the turn. And I'm still trying to figure out this guy's, um, is uh, his. His nickname because I just didn't know what he meant. Like the turn, I was trying to figure out. But he does this like move, I guess, when he wins his fights or something. Like they call it the turn. Anyways, he's fighting Diakiesi, and man, I mean, this is a pretty good fight. Hold on one sec. Mark, Mark is asking about the odds. Let me double check, Marcus. I don't think so. But what do you guys think? I mean, I, obviously Suarez is going to be favored. What do you guys think it should be open at? Like four to one or something? Like, is that fair? Is that, is I'd that say fair? she's probably minus 350 or something. Yeah, so I, that's exactly. So, like, yeah, three to four to one, maybe five to one. And, like, I think in that range. But I, she could easily be steamed up, guys. Like, I remember when she fought Carla, I want to say. She was, like, or even Nunes. Like, she was a big favorite in those fights and obviously won them. So she could be a big favorite here, too. I'm just saying, like, I don't think it's a terrible – She, it's a tune-up. It's called a tune-up fight. That's what it is. Yeah, this is exactly I, 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 
you got a man you you i was actually fighting nunas what you're talking about but it's answer off yeah it's oh, so difficult uh, you know back then she was dina Ansarov, yeah. so yeah <laughs> Jose is asking about um, Sergey Pavlovich. I'm excited to watch him fight. But yeah, this fight, this is a pretty good fight. I mean, I like this guy, Alves, man. And I really think that he kind of blew that fight against these Magulov guys. He knocked him down in the first, with the first punch of the fight, Marcel. But he went for a guillotine instead of, like, finishing him with strikes. And he said after the fight he really regretted it. Remember that fight, Marcel? Yeah, of course. It's pretty recent, man. Yeah. Yeah, it was, like, two months ago, I want to say, or maybe. Yeah. Or, yeah. I mean, the guy is decent. I don't think he's bad, man. We, we both talked about him. He was a huge underdog in that fight. And I was like, man, he's not that bad of a fighter. But, no. you know, he's got getting easy matchups for us. So another kind of a tough fight here against Diakis. He's kind of he's kind of like up and down, this guy. What do you think of this fight? This is in London, by the way, this UFC London fight. Yeah, it's difficult to say, man, because I think Diakis, like you said, is very inconsistent. Uh, sometimes he looks really good, and the other time he looks just really bad, you know. Uh, with Rafael Alves, I think he looked good in his contender series fight. Um, the Damir fight, we expected him to lose, but he didn't look as bad as people thought he would look. Um, in between that, he had that Sabatini thing that didn't work out for him, so he's now at lightweight. Um, yeah, I think it's an interesting fight, man. We, we'll have to see what's going to happen. Uh, I think um, I expect a lot of stand-up, actually, in this fight. Yeah, let me get these comments here. You saw what the last fight, Modafferi, plus 250 dog. Uh, I mean, it could be more. I think it'll, I think she'll get steamed up, Pat Jen. There's a lot of hype up behind her. But, again, you know... Roxanne's pull off some big upsets, guys. She beat Andrea V a couple times as an underdog, I think, right? So, mm -hmm. so she's 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 definitely capable. But I, I think at this point of her career, it's it's kind of tough. Glenn's asking about Jermaine Durand and me, and you would know, I guess. Like, is she even she's still fighting? She's still active or what? Like, what's going on? Yeah, she's still active, but I haven't heard a thing about her yet. So I don't know. I, I don't even know who she should fight right now. You know, I know she wants the Nunez fight again, yeah. but that's not going to happen. She recently beat Juliana Pena. Where's she going to fight? The winner of Aldana Kunitskaya? I have no idea. Yeah, no, for sure. Daniel saying, or excuse me, um, Matt was saying Alves burned himself out almost immediately. DAKSE by decision. Yeah, probably. I mean, that seems like it could happen for sure. I, have to, I haven't even really thought about the fight at all until I just looked at it now. Pavel's asking about Contender Series, um, 185, 205. When is it? It's, it's in August, I think, or September or something. Is that when it is? August August 31st is the first show, I think. There you go. I think I was right. I was like, August or September is exactly the last day of and the first day of both. So Madsen Guida, man, we talked about that fight, I think, or maybe I did by myself, Jose. I think that, uh, yeah, I mean, Marco Madsen's like a lot older than people think he is, but. The guy's been pretty dominant. I really like him, Marcel. You, I, I know you do too, right? Fight is actually weird as fuck, you know, but I think it's a fun fight. Looking forward to it. You know, Guida always going crazy. And uh, Madsen, you know what he can do. He's, a, he's an Olympic wrestler. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to that one. It's a good fight. I really like Madsen, but I just hope he can stay healthy because I think he's had some health issues or injury issues and stuff, Marcel. But I like him a lot, man. Daniel said, because of Modafferi's strength, I don't hate the Suarez matchup for it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, DKC's 11 oh, in England. Okay, so there you go. There's a good trend there to Lotus. And no worries, Pablo. Oh, Jose was asking about uh, Martin Boudet. That'd be cool. And uh, Ludovic Klein has a fight coming up. Maybe it's the next one here, actually. It is, too. <laughs> it actually is. That's crazy. Yeah, so I like this fight against Nate Landwehr. I feel like this is a, a soft matchup from the UFC for Ludovic after that fight with 
Mike Trezano, which I honestly thought he won that fight, guys. Like, I really did think he won that fight. It was a close fight that I thought he edged out. But Nate Lang was a guy coming out, I believe, a knockout loss to Julian Arosa. And he just, mm-hmm. the thing about this guy is he's an exciting guy. He's, this could be a good fight. It should be a good scrap for his, however long it lasts. But this dude always keeps his hands so low. So, you know, again, this is an early read on it. But, I mean, this guy, this is the UFC giving a Ludovic, a, a guy you can knock out, I think, Marcel, with that head kick again. What do you think? Lantwerk could be 0-3 in the UFC. I don't think he won against Alcas. I know many people do, but I don't think he did. So, yeah, I mean, this this is actually a favorable matchup for Klein, I think, as well, to be honest, man. So, yeah. Fair enough. All right, let's go to the next one here. Soriano and, uh, Soriano and Fernando Padilla. So, at first, I was like, who, who is this guy? But I'm pretty sure you could correct me if I'm wrong. This is the dude from Fury uh, FC? Yeah. Yeah, so these guys are really good. They signed, like, I think three guys from that promotion that were the champs. He's fighting Sean Soriano. I'm thinking about this fight. I'm like, man, Soriano should get the win. And I'm like, man, this Padilla guy's actually pretty good. Yeah, Marcel, I mean, I, obviously, i got to think about it a little bit more, guys. But, you know, just early thinking about this. I mean, Sean Soriano, I, has he, he's 0-4 in the UFC. He hasn't won guys in the UFC. Does he go 0-5? Does he join the few list of very few fighters that have gone 0-5? What do you think, Marcel? I mean, I'm asking for uh, your pick right now, but... Just a tricky, tricky fight, man. I yeah. mean, Padilla is a good fighter, you know. He, like you said, he got signed by the contender, but they're not white looking for a fight. And the funny thing is, all three guys, uh, two guys got signed, and one guy got to the contender series. All three guys have uh, matchups leaked already before the show has been even broadcast. So the UFC always does that, doesn't make sense at all. Um, so Soriano, we saw him the last fight against Giagos, where he looked good in the first round, actually. And then the second round, he got finished with submission. It's actually a second round in the UFC, so he was 0-3. He, he worked his way back. It's not 0-1 in the UFC. Um, yeah. Uh, tough to say, man. Uh, you don't want to give me to give a pick, so I won't, but it's tough Sorry, to say. Sorry, I accidentally closed the window. My apologies. <laughs> uh, sorry, I pressed the wrong button. Oops. <laughs> oh, well. All right. I think there's a few more fights. Yeah, here we go. Okay, so um, let's go to the next one here. Oh, yeah. Okay, so this is a fight someone else asked about. I love this fight. This is a great fight. Carlos Diego Ferreira. I think they just call him Diego Ferreira now, but he used to be called CDF back in the day against Grant Dawson. Man, Grant Dawson looked unbelievable against uh, Leo Santos. Getting that knockout. I want to say with one second left in the last round, right? Man, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So... This is a great fight, and this is like Grant. He gets to fight a guy that I think uh, Diego still ranked like in the top fifteen. So yeah, yeah, it's a chance for him to break in the top fifteen, and I mean it's a great fight, Marcel. What do you think? That's a good fight, man. I think Diego lost his last two. Uh, Grant won five in a row in the UFC. So yeah, it's a deserved chance to get in the rankings. I think um, Diego Ferreira. I still think he's very good. I, I really like his fights. Um, I think he was he missed weight in this last time. I'm not 100 sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Dawson actually went from 145 now to 155. He looked good at 55. So uh, this is a good step up, man. It's like it's like I always say, man. For one guy, it's good to see where he stands in the division, and for the other guy, for the other guy, it's good to see if he can get to that ranking. You know. Mm-hmm. I agree. I like the fight a lot. And then uh, we talked. I think we talked about this one. If I'm, if yes. not, yeah, we did. Yeah. But it's a good fight. All right, I'll close that for or yeah, I'll close it for now. Let me just get a few more comments here. <clears throat> Jose asked about Davy Ramos. I haven't heard anything. Has he been released or is he still on the roster? I have no idea. I think he's still on the roster, but uh, I haven't heard about him. 
E.B. Ramos, let me check his record here. He's lost two Last time he fought was against Armand. Yeah, he lost to Armand in Island. <laughs> like, you can't cut the guy yeah. coming off those two fights. <laughs> yeah, that'd be mean. Um, he's four and three in the UFC. Yeah, he'll get another fight. If he loses the next one, though, I would assume he could. No, actually, you know what, Marcel? Yeah. On Wikipedia, it says he's been released. It says, it says he's been okay. reported. Yeah, it says he's been released. So let me let me check if I can get something, if I can see confirmation. Uh, Let me check on the UFC website. Not seeing anything, but it does, it does say on uh, the, the Wikipedia. Not to say that anyone can edit that, so it could be wrong, but it does say that, guys. So Marcel will double check. Daniel said, My no, friend, for, it, it says what? Nothing. Okay. Daniel says, I hope my friend who works at Sky can score me free UFC London tickets. Man, that'd be sick. Yeah, so September 4th, that card, and uh, Paul Craig and Gustafson. I really like that fight, man. That's an awesome fight. Matt was asking about Padilla. Can he grapple? Pretty sure he can, man. And I'm pretty sure it's, it's better grappling than Sean Soriano, who's still, who's, you know, had some you know, tough grappling. Yeah, I think he's still on the roster too, Pavlo. It's just, again, someone might have just wrote that. I'm just, I'm just, I was literally just reading what it said there, but it could be wrong. He hasn't fought in a year, though, so hopefully he does get another fight. I think Davey deserves another fight. I, mean, he's in, I think he's like, what, 34, 35, something like that? But. He's had some tough fights, man. Islam and Armand back to back. That's so tough for so. Jose said of all the past opponents have gone, which one specifically resembles uh Lewis? And the same thing about Lewis past opponents that resembles gone. I guess for for Lewis, it would be Volkov. Like, I guess it would be that kind of style. I, I I guess. Um and for gone, I mean I don't know. I mean, I know that Rosenstrike has power, but Lewis fights differently than him. Lewis is a guy. Lewis is weird, man. He's just a weird kind of fighter. Like he's, I've watched this. I've watched like his careers unfold, man. You know, since the beginning, it's like the guy. He's always got the knockout power, right? You know, he's mm -hmm. the knockout king. He's got the tattoo on his chest, the black beast. But you know, man, he's a guy that he's a smart fighter too. Like kind of, he's got a higher fight IQ than people give him credit for, and he's able to like to Marcel kind of like just tire guys out and stuff in his fights and then get late, you know, in the fights and, and beat them in, in um, deep waters. So I think Derek Lewis is, he's kind of a unique guy. Who do you think, Marcel? That's difficult, man. I probably... I have to think about it, man. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, I, I have to think about it. John was saying Padilla submitted Derek Minner. Yeah, I think this guy's good. The guys they signed when I was when I did the article for BJ Penn, like I was impressed by what I saw. I was like, man, these guys are actually good. I didn't catch the episode. I have to go back and watch it, but it's still not online, man. Oh damn! I want to see those guys. Well, maybe by the time they fight or uh, this fight happens, Fiziev's looking to fight two sixty five thoughts on the card. <sighs> Uh, or thoughts on his on who he could fight. Um, man, he really wanted Kevin Lee, but obviously that's not happening because Kevin Lee's at a different weight class now. I don't know. I mean, him and Armin, I don't know. Like, I don't know if they're pissed at Danny, the manager, or what, the matchmakers, or what. Like, because they're having a hard time getting those guys fights, Marcel. But what do you think? Yeah, it's difficult, man. I know Fiziev has nothing booked yet, so um, I hope soon. I don't know against who, man. We you can we can do. Uh, 155. Why not do Fiziev against Brad Riddell? 
Wow, that'd be a great fight. for. I don't know. Verdell did take some damage in his last fight. Maybe they can even push it to UFC 266 in um, September, maybe. I don't know. But, it, yeah, that sounds like a great fight, Marcel. I'd love to see that fight, you know, personally. So, be a good one. Pornigan was saying JDS instead of Volkov, maybe as a comparison. Maybe, yeah. I'm just thinking because Volkov and Gon were kind of decently evenly matched. Like, I mean, Gon obviously had the upper hand. And Pavlo says Gon's winning. Daniel says, Lewis is the, the bet. Gone to the pick. I feel like that's the case for a lot of Derek Lewis's fights throughout mm-hmm. his career. The value is always on him, right? It comes through like a lot of the time. So if you've been betting on Derek Lewis throughout his career as an underdog, you've been obviously up. Who they says I think Rosenstrike and Mays are the closest thing to Lewis. Yeah, yeah, that, that uh, Dontel Mays guy is kind of kind of similar, but doesn't really have as much KO power. I don't think as Lewis. Like Lewis and Lewis also. I know he gets taken down and stuff, but man, he's got like the ability to like resist, except against DC. <laughs> Um, born against Enthusiast needs to stay active. Yeah, he's three and one. I like him, man. I really like him. Um, he's a good fighter. Jose says Madras Physiv. Yeah, I'd like to see that too, man. I know that they both want higher rank guys, but it'd be a, a fun fight stylistically. So I'm down. Matt says, any chance Luke uh, Kiesa winner gets thrown into the title fight if they win impressively? It's a good question, Matt. I, I, I like your question here. I, I think it. You know, Dana White has said Colby Covington is going to be the next guy, but, you know, Colby's only fought once since that fight, and he beat Tyra Woodley, who's obviously not even in the UFC anymore. So it's like there's other guys that I feel like deserve a little bit more. You know, Edwards, obviously, 10 uh, fight unbeaten streak. And, uh, you know, I still feel like not that he deserves it, but Nate Diaz because I still think at that fight. So I think, Matt, that those guys are definitely in play, Mark. But, yeah, I mean – Pavel says Colby is Leon. Yeah, I think those are the top two guys. But again, Ali Abdelaziz, in the latest interview, Marcel, he's saying, you know, we want Nate Diaz because he, he makes he's going to make the most money for us, basically. He brings something to the table, Marcel. What do you think is going to happen? Complete shit show, man, if that happens. Complete shit show. I mean, we all want to see. Listen, man, Usman says the whole time I've developed more, I would beat Colby even worse. Show it, you know. Book the sacrifice. Show it. If you win it for the second time, nobody will else ever ask for that fight again. You know, and you have to fight out of the way. Um, why not? We know. We know. After the first four rounds, it was two-two going into the fifth round, and Usman would have won that round even when it wasn't stopped. He would have won that round probably at ten-eight because he was pretty much destroying Colby in the last 15-20 seconds. So. Um, yeah, why not a second fight? I mean, if you can do a Masvidal rematch that didn't make sense, you can do a Colby rematch that actually make more sense. Yeah, I think because they did the Masvidal fight twice, the division's kind of backlogged now with the contenders. Like, they should have already had Colby or Leon in the mix in the cycle already, but they, mm-hmm. they recycled Masvidal. But again, they wanted to make money. I get it. But I'm with you completely. But I, I do remember when when his brother Nick Diaz fought GSP in Montreal. I was at that fight in Nick was coming off a loss to Carlos Condit, and they still gave him a title fight, guys. So these Diaz brothers, they have gotten title fights off of losses before. Morgan was saying Lewis by knockout could be plus 500. Yeah, I mean, I could be with the punt. And you know how many times I've, I've played that just as a for like you know a few bucks? It's cash before, man, like many times. The guy's got just – he's just born with that KO power, man. He really is. VZF Dober makes sense. I like that fight, too. That's a good fight. Riddell earned the loser of Islam Moises. Yeah, I think Riddell earned the top five guys. Too. I, 15 guys, excuse me. I agree with you on that one. Marcus, do you think Ioana will fight this year? What do you think? 
yeah, it depends, man. She's also difficult, you know. She's also like, I only want a number one contender fight, or I want to fight for a title. And I think she should fight Mackenzie Dern or Marina Rodriguez. You know, remember when she was not a champion or she wasn't not the number one? How would she feel felt like if nobody wanted to fight her because she wasn't a high high level fight at that moment? Which she was, obviously, but people didn't know back then. You know, just fight the contenders. You know, if you if you want to contend for a title, fight the contenders. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Jose was asking about Kutata Ladze. I really like this guy too. He fought Gamera. He won, I think, a split decision. <laughs> and I remember this because my tweet goes on the screen when, right when they're reading it, and I said that I thought Gamera won. I still think Gamera won, but it was a great fight, super close. I really like this guy. I, I know he did an interview with that Tudor Leon guy at Sherlock recently. I can't remember what, if he, what he said, but I think he's looking for a fight. He just hasn't got one yet. He, I think he was taking some time off. Have you heard anything though? Uh, Guram was supposed to fight next next week against Don Match, but he pulled out due to injury. Injury, so I don't know when he comes back. I hope so. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's what happened. So there you go. Yeah, Jose was talking about Wonder Boy. Sorry, I completely forgot about him. Of course, this weekend. I mean, I've been writing about him for the last couple of days now, and I, I'm going to write about him all week. Obviously, he's got a huge fight with Gilbert Burns coming up, and uh, I'm with you. I definitely think Jose that if Wonder Boy wins that fight, impressively, if he goes out there and knocks out Gilbert Burns. I think he can make a good argument that he gets a title shot, you know, because he, he hasn't fought uh, Usman yet. I'd rather see that fight, you know, but at the same time, the Covington rematch makes sense. It's a big fight. Leon Edwards deserves it. I'm just saying, <laughs> I think because Maslow got that second title shot in April, they could have already had a Covington fight. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like, mm -hmm. Covington, I, he said he drove there in his in his car from, uh, like, South Florida <laughs> just to, to wait, just in case that someone missed waves and jump in for the, uh, the title shot. Um, Dan was saying Kamaru and Colby have gone quiet. I'm thinking they're waiting for Thompson Burns. Yeah, yeah, I, I, it's possible. They might have said we're going to wait to see what happens with Steven and, and Gilbert for the finalized. Go ahead. I have to laugh, man. I, I think somebody DM me is like, Usman is liking Colby Covington's sister's pics on Instagram. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that was a while ago. That was hilarious. I know. That's so funny. Is he doing it again? That's too funny. I love it. Yeah, that. I saw it. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Jose, thoughts on the stat? Number of ranked wins. Colby, zero. Leon, one. Wonderboy, three. Possible four after Saturday. Is this true? Yeah, Colby has yeah, zero but, ranked but, wins. Yeah, but that's, of course, obviously, I mean, listen, man, I'm not, I'm not a Colby fan by any means, but Woodley was a ranked opponent, and because he's not in the UFC anymore, doesn't mean he's not a ranked opponent, you know, when he fought him. So that's not really yeah. true. You know what I mean? And, and back then, Rafael dos Anjos was a ranked opponent back then. Yeah. So that's still a ranked opponent. Uh, it doesn't matter if they're in the division anymore or not, you know? Back then, is Damian Maya anymore. off the rankings already? Is he, is he no, he is still in. He is still in. So he's, he, he beat him. He's ranked. Yeah. So yeah. That's, that's not true. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, Damian's ranked number 11. He's got the number 11 guy. Obviously, yeah, I mean, you're right. Woodley was top five, I think. Uh, I want to say like number five, maybe. But you're right. I, I think it just speaks to the bigger question of him not fighting frequently lately. Because, look, again, I was at that fight. I was at that fight with Usman. I remember, that was a long time ago, man. That was almost two years ago now. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. he hasn't fought in almost a year. It'd be nice to see him fight again, guys. Try and get the questions. There's a lot of questions. I love it, guys. Appreciate it. Um, we'll go till 5 o'clock. We're going to do one full hour today. And then tomorrow, again, we'll do the UFC 264. Okay. Daniel thinks that Joanna's waiting. Uh, he, she's got a lot of money, so she's waiting for a big money fight. Yeah. 
you know, Yoana, I still think her and Zhang make sense, right? Don't you think, Marcel? Yeah, it's perfect, actually, right now. You know, you can do uh, Rose against Asparza and Joanna against Zhang. It's perfect, you know. Um, why not? So easy. Yeah. Yeah, don't complicate things. Um, let's see here. Matt says, Leon getting tagged in the fifth with Diaz doesn't want me to see him get mauled by Usman. Yeah, I know what you're saying. That was tough to see. I saw, like, you know, a lot of us were favoring him to win anyways, but it wasn't, like, a good look. And he's already lost to, to Usman, although he's obviously improved. We'll see. I mean, like I said, if Wonder Boy gets an impressive win, if the fans really get up behind it, maybe they can push that fight. But it depends what he does. Maybe he goes out there and gets like a spinning wheel kick, and people are like, "Holy fuck, he's got to get a title no, shot." You know what I mean? I don't. I really don't feel the Wonder Boy against Usman fight. I really don't feel it. You think it'd be boring, or yeah, it will be either Usman taking him down and, and boring him out, or it will be Thompson who tries to point fight the whole damn time. You know what I mean? It's really not a fun matchup at all. I, I, listen, man, if Wonderboy deserves a, a fight against Usman, okay, give it to him. Mm -hmm. But uh, I won't set my, my alarm for that. You know what I mean? I will watch it, but by figure, figuratively speaking, I won't set my alarm for that. Yeah. No, you're right. All right, let's go to these other questions. Born again said, do you think Rose and Shevchenko defend their belts at 266? 266 under these Vulcan Ortega. That's in September, I believe, right? Is that the is that the main event confirmed? Vulcan and Ortega? No, that's okay. confirmed. So, yeah, apologies for that. <laughs> <laughs> they're excited. They're excited. They're clearly excited. They're excited about yeah, they're clearly excited about uh Shevchenko's next title defense. So we'll see who it is. Media already trying to hype Thompson Newspin. Yeah, I know. I <laughs> I was writing an article about that myself. I mean, it's it's true. You know, I think it's an interesting fight, but you're, you guys are right. You guys are probably right about how the fight would go. I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong. Um, sorry, guys. There's a lot of questions, which is great. I love it. All right. Oregon says, here's a hypothetical scenario. Usman plays hardball on Colby rematch where Dan makes interim. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's another thing, too. Like he did to uh, Nagano. Does Colby accept the interim or the, the Leon versus Wonderboy versus? That's really interesting, Oregon. I didn't even think about that, and it definitely is a possibility now that I think about it. And I don't know, apparently it's not Dana Way. Apparently it's this guy Hunter Campbell who's like their lead um, uh, legal guy. He's a uh, lawyer, Marcel. He's, he threatens to strip it. We talked about this last week, I think. I think it was me and you talking about that. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, uh, I think it's definitely in play. But I think Usman would rather take Covington than see that happen. Just rather fight him than see that happen. You know, but I think it's definitely in play. I think it's a really good observation. What do you think? It's possible, man. But, I mean... Yeah, if Covington wins the interim title, then Usman has to fight him. You know what I mean? So it's like, just fight, man. I don't know why it's so hard. You know why? Why don't you absolutely don't want that fight? You know what I mean? I don't get it. Yeah. Because I think there's a good, a very good chance that Usman wins the fight. So mm -hmm. it's not like uh, this is a, a very uh, risky. It's the, probably it's true. It's the riskiest fight of the division, Usman probably. Right. But yeah. Maybe he just he saw the pay-per-view numbers and him and Ali are like, well, the pay-per-view numbers weren't that good, you know? That's, maybe that's what they're thinking. I don't know. That's probably why they're angling for Nate Diaz. But Nate didn't win the fight. He landed a good punch. He landed a nice combination with the slap and the, and the punch, but he didn't win the fight, guys. You know, he did not win. He won one round out of five. He's, you don't win the fight when that happens. So he did have a nice comeback. And, and Marcus, he said he was pissed off at Diaz for not going for the kill when he rocked Leon instead of pointing and taunting. That yeah, was, I agree with He's right, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think he could have possibly finished him, maybe. It's possible. Like, but you know, Leon, I don't think he's been knocked out before. 
he's obviously very durable. So yeah, that would be tough. Um, Marcus also asked about uh, how many episodes of Tough uh, you guys have watched. I've watched. Uh, I've watched the. You know what? So I'm kind of. I'll be honest. I've been kind of skipping through like the the parts in the house and stuff. Same. But, same. <laughs> yeah, I gotta be honest. I have been like, and I know I should be watching it all, but like, I just want to go to. I usually skip to the fight or like when the coaches are beefing a little bit. They haven't really been beefing that much though, so. It hasn't been the best season, but the fights have been okay, I guess. Maybe there's some good prospects. You've been watching it, Marcel? Yeah, man. I really can't commit to that uh, that, that talking stuff anymore, man. I, I, I enjoy that uh, back in the day, but right now it's like, show me the fights, and I just fast forward to the fight, and then I watch. That's what I do. Yeah, I, I just think that it's kind of disappointing that they took so much time off, and they came back with the same exact formula. Like, they didn't change yeah, Exactly anything. the same. Exactly the same. They're like, Dana Waits, like, oh, it's going to be huge, and, and it's like, Brian Ortega and, and Alex Volkanovsky and like it's just the same exact format. It's like what's so exciting about it? The thing is, I just think that contender series is is better because you get five fights in the same hour, in two hours basically. That's why I like better. And again, I, I honestly, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, you go first. You go first. No, I just like contender series better. I think that they don't really need the Ultimate Fighter anymore. You know, I'm not trying to say that these guys don't need opportunities. Obviously, it's still a chance for guys to do it, but. You got you look at the guys on the season. Like these guys are a lot of these guys. There are some good fighters. Don't get me wrong. They, 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 you've already seen some of those good performances, mm -hmm. but there's a lot of guys that clearly aren't even contender series level. You know what I mean? So like at this point, I feel like a lot of the good talent. It's not like 2005 to 2010 where like there wasn't really like Bellator and like PFL and mm -hmm. stuff where they had snatched up these fighters. These guys were already they were just on the regional scene. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like you yeah, could yeah. pick up Forrest Griffin and Kenny Florian on the regional circuit. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> You can't really do that anymore. So, like, you're getting just – you're getting younger guys. You're getting kind of, like, bottom-of-the-barrel guys in some cases. So, I just think that the show's kind of stale now, guys, although I am watching the fights this season because me and Asia have been talking about it on Thursdays. Any more thoughts on that? I have a good question for you, I think, man. Sure. Do you think Do you think they want, will, will do an Ultimate Fighter finale, uh, a, a card, or do you think they will put the finale on a pay-per-view event, on, on the same card as Volkanovski Ortega? That's a great question, and uh, it just it, yeah, it's a good question. I mean, didn't they used to like do one card like the day before or whatever? They did, but I think right now with um, the, these guys, a lot of them are maybe not really UFC material, you know, and they are maybe like uh, we don't have uh, we have a lot of guys already in the contender series, you know, mm -hmm. and some guys are good and some guys are not, but they maybe it's like maybe we take the the two final the uh, finalists and two semi finalists and we put that on a card, you know, because. There is no date for the finale announced yet, you know. So I kind of feel like maybe they put that on the on the UFC 266 card, maybe the the prelim headliner or whatever. I don't know, or the main card opener. Yeah, there, that's happened before. Like I remember, like that one in um, uh, Mexico City with uh, Kane and Verdum. They had like the Mexican Latin American guys on the on the main card too, right? So Rousey against uh, Korea also, yeah. UFC. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Slim did that before, but it's not the most exciting thing, obviously. Yeah. All right. Let's see what other questions I got here. Um, oh, sorry. Lynn, you were asking about the Euros. I, I have, honestly, guys, after, so I, I'm half Greek, so I was, they weren't even in it. <laughs> but Italy, the, uh, the better Italy. half is Portuguese. They got knocked out. Marcel is Netherlands, so I was cheering for them, too. Then they got knocked out, and I'm like, I have no idea who to chair for. <laughs> Italy, man. Italy. Yeah, that's the team. So Al, our boy Al, I don't even think Al cares. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't. No, I know. He just wants to watch MMA. He'd rather watch Bellator or Italy. That's, he'd rather watch Bellator Italy than watch the, the World Cup of Soccer in, in Italy, I think. 
Jose said, I'm surprised that out of all the uh, lightweight prospects, Dawson ended up with uh, Ferrer. I think he deserved it because he made a statement, man. He made a statement. That's what you have to do because this mm -hmm. division's so clogged right now. There's so many guys that that fight was so close. Remember watching that? We were like, holy crap, who's even winning this fight? We know now that the scorecards had him up, but no one knew that. It could have easily been Santos up. So, yeah. man, getting that KO with the last second, it, it, that's the kind of win that's a statement that says to the UFC matchmakers, you're ready for the next step. And I think he earned it. You know what I mean, Marcel? And I think Brad Riddell also earned it with his win against uh, Dober. I think that was such a great fight that he's earned a chance to fight someone that's all 15. That's my opinion. You agree? I definitely agree with you, man. Yeah, sure. All right. Um, sorry, guys. There's a lot of questions here. I'm just trying to get to the ones I missed. Nunez and Pena's co-main, are you guys mad? No, I mean, it shouldn't be a main event. I I, I don't think it's a, a great main event for the UFC. They they know themselves, like, they, don't get me wrong, man is amazing, but that fight doesn't really sell more, like, Derek Lewis and well, Juan sells more. Go ahead. Let's put it this way. That fight should have never been made. Which fight? Nunez against Pena. Pena doesn't deserve a title shot. No, she has, I think, one straight win, right? Like, or, yeah, she yeah. has McMahon. Yeah, and she got choked up by Drain. She's like, well, I was winning the first two rounds. It's like, yeah, but you lost. It's like, yeah. I know. But the division, here's the thing. There's no one really in the division. It just speaks volumes to Nunes' dominance. You know what I mean? Or so, like, that's to true, be that's honest, true. this is an easy payday for her, I think. Um, we'll talk about that fight later. I'm, it, I really like Julianne. I remember, you know what, guys? I remember when she was on Ultimate Fighter, and there was a UFC uh, card in Toronto, UFC 165, and I got to talk to Sean Shelby at this, like, event like there's a lot of guys there james lynch was there a bunch of guys um from the industry and stuff and uh, including like joe silva was there and a bunch of fighters chris wyman etc but i was talking to sean about juliana and i remember she had beaten Shayna baszler and i was talking to him about it and i was like uh and this is the first time i obviously spoken to him i just met him at the at the thing right marcel i was like man i'm like uh you know i'm, I'm like i can't believe she won that fight and he was saying like she he really liked juliana so the ufc's always liked her you know what i mean like and she's had some setbacks, but she's still got like the mouth to kind of make it uh, like some trash talk and make the fight hyped up a little bit. So I don't love the matchup because I don't think she deserves it, but it's – go ahead, go ahead. I, I don't hate her or, or something. I like her as well, but it just doesn't make sense to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I agree with you. I agree. Um, I know I missed some questions, guys. There's a lot. I apologize if I did. Which fight makes more sense, Riddell versus Ferguson or Riddell versus Gillespie? Hmm. Both good fights. Gillespie, I do. I think he deserves someone in the top 10 at this point, like Hooker or something, or RDA. Um, Riddell should get like the loser of like Moises and, and Makajev or something, maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure. Something like that. I don't know. Riddell is top. He's top 15, too, I think now, right? He's number 15, I think. So. You know, you you asking what, what, what makes more sense, Riddell or Ferguson or Riddell? Oh, sorry about Ferguson. Then definitely the last one. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I missed the Ferguson part. Um. Tony's lost three straight, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with Tony, man. It's like he's not the same guy anymore. Love yeah. the guy, but he's not the same fighter. What do you do with Tony, Marcelo? Oh, you're going to ask me? That's that's awesome. Yeah, um, I know. It's a good question, uh, right? Nate Diaz? <laughs> I mean, that'd be, that's a good fight. You know, that'd be a fun one. Would you? I'd like to see Nate fight at 155 instead. You know, I think that's the better weight class for him. I don't too, think right? he cuts back to 155. No, no. He, yeah, you're right. Why would he, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, he missed weight there a few times against, like, RDA when he fought him. And I think, was it against Benson? I don't know if he missed weight in that fight, but he got beat up bad. 
I'm just trying to see what else. Um, sorry, guys. There's always uh, there's a lot of questions here. I apologize. Is Camden fighting in August? He was offered Luke Rockhold. I, I think yeah. is that what happened? Tell me what happened. What happened? Yeah, he offered. He got offered for Luke Rockhold, but he apparently said he wanted to stay at welterweight and not at middleweight. That's what Luke Rockhold said, by the way. So I don't know the other side. Just for the for the record. Just so Luke can claim that uh, he ducked him, right? <laughs> mm. He, I mean, that's a bad matchup for Luke. That, that's a tough matchup for Luke Rockhold, in my opinion. I think Luke, yeah, he's going to fight a 205 or 185 when he, when he returns. That's that's a good move for him. 205 is, it's these guys, are they punch too hard. <laughs> Every time I think about Luke Rockhold, I have to think about that comment from Demi Lovato, man. I don't know if you know what I'm referring to. Mm-mm. What would happen? Every night before uh, we go to sleep, I kiss him to good night on the chin. Oh, that's that's pretty funny. That is funny. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, Nate would never accept a fight with Tony. Probably. Ah. Yeah, I think Nate Nate is looking for a big fight, but Nate just fought Leon. It's not like Leon's that much of a bigger name than than Tony, right? Although, if he had won that fight, he would have got a title shot. I don't know. It's hard to say. I, I I think Nate. There's so many options for Nate. I mean, really, guys, think- you know. I think Atwood's just the harder fight right now, but Tony is the bigger name, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree with that too. He was talking about McKee and Pipple. That fight's a pick him at the at the sports books. We'll talk about that fight later on, Bernie, and then I, we'll, I'll give my pick later on this month. Matt Mack, he's asking, I appreciate Pian trying to create heat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he says her and Kevin Holland. Yeah, the UFC likes them both because they talk smack, right? So that helps her, that helped her get the title shot. She spoke a big game and got the title shot. I don't think she necessarily deserves it based on one win, but again, guys, you know, Aspen Ladd is another contender, but she's injured. The winner of Aldana and Kuniskaya could get the title shot as well. That's also potentially, would you say? Aspen has a fire book, man. Aspen has yeah, a fire yeah. book against Macy Chason. Yeah, if she wins that fight, I'm saying, you know, like she's potentially, yeah. yeah. And, or Macy too, potentially. I mean, those are all fresh meat, I guess you could say, mm. for, for Nunez. I don't know if those, those girls beat her. All right, we got... Two minutes left here, guys. I'm gonna take the last couple of questions. That's it, guys. We got two minutes. I appreciate all the questions, guys. Thanks. Boring and Wedgie. All right. Someone asked already. That's funny. Two people asked about GDR on the same chat. We don't know. Who they said they asked Kevin Aoli a few days ago about Aspinall and Dawkins. He's saying more high Aspinall. Why do you guys see more hype about Aspinall and Dawkins? Probably because he looks like uh Hercules and, and Dawkins looks like you know uh some guy who eats Burger King, but they're both amazing. And Dawkins is incredible. I love him. I don't care the way he, I don't care what his belly, man. You know, um, I, I I'm also a guy who has a bit a bit of belly. I remember even when like I, I I trained hard. Like it's hard to lose it sometimes. You know, you know that guy could fight at 205. He just chooses to enjoy his life. I probably and, and you know Marcel he probably eats pretty well and stuff. So I like them both, man. I I, I like Dawkins a lot. He's a black belt on the ground too. They're both great. Any thoughts? On the last, that's the last question we'll take. Any last thoughts? And then plug your stuff at, at the end of that. Yeah, man, Aspinall is good, man. I like him. Um, he has that, uh, that Frank Mir look, you know. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think he's a good fighter. And for Darkus, man, uh, he can he can go high in the division, man. If he wins against Abdurakimov to fight Diaz Book, so I mean, that's a winnable fight for him, I think. So yeah, um, yeah looking forward. And finally, we we have like better heavyweights right now in the division, where we can at least see more of in the coming years. You know what I mean? Yep, no, I agree. Go ahead and pull yourself, Marcel. We'll get out of here. Bit Marcel twenty four on Twitter and Instagram, and I'm a DNA.nl on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. That's awesome, man. I appreciate you joining me again, Marcel. Thanks for all the questions, guys. Follow me on Twitter at MMAdamMartinPodcast, MMAoddsBigger.com. It's on uh, YouTube. 
Um, also at djpain.com, obviously, miamianews.com. Um, got some good stuff coming out, Spectation Sports this week as well. Um, and, of course, Elite Fantasy, Elite Sports Betting. I'll have some bets for sure for this card, my DFS pre. I can't wait for this card, man. I can't wait. Man, I'd love to win that 200K. It'd be sick, you know what I mean? But we'll see. Someone, someone lucky guy is going to win that. I have no idea. And I guarantee you it's going to be like the winner of the Yao, uh, Zong, and Amadovsky fight that ends up being the guy that like, wins someone in the 200K. All right, guys, I'll see you tomorrow, 7 p.m. Eastern. Peace.